found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Tuesday edition of Tidbits, the 25th day of April. You know, this will be the last Tuesday of the month, Matt. Gosh. Hard to believe. What happened? I don't know. What's going on? Time's beginning to fly. Get out of the winter months and suddenly they start moving. But it's still kind of chilly. We got rain this morning, right? Yeah, well, it's in the forecast. I just thought was out. We don't have any locally, but... I could have swore I heard some hitting my window. Is that right? Dead serious. I didn't see any. Maybe it was, you know, gnats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gnats. Got I got gnats. gnats. I, got, <laughs> I got a gnat infestation <laughs> in my studio. Because uh, it made me look at the radar. Oh. It Does was, it look I, like there's... Yeah. Now, the airport was reporting rain, but there yeah. was none here. Yeah. At least when I looked. That's weird, man. Right. But again, I could be wrong now. It no, you've been be. outside since yeah, I was there. Mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So anyway, it was dry when I checked. All right, then. We've talked about Bud Light. They've suffered a huge drop in sales mm. since their controversial marketing tie-up with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Latest data shows Bud Light sells sales fell 17% in dollars, while volume dropped 21% in the week ending April 15th. Their competitors are cashing in. (laughs) Bud Light lost 6.7% of market share last week, while Coors Light and Miller Light are up 18%. Didn't I see that somebody from Anheuser-Busch... I was going to say, the marketing vice president, (laughs) Alyssa Heinersheld? Okay has taken a leave of absence (laughs) from the company amid ongoing controversy over the brand's decision to bring on transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney as an ambassador. So a leave of absence. The move sparked a boycott, knocking $6 billion from the company's value. That's terrible. You going to put that in your resume? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? What do you do? You know, Anheuser-Busch distributors are meeting with the company in D.C. today. The distributors are looking for a much more pointed and well-developed plan Mm. on how Anheuser-Busch might stem the onslaught of negative attention and sales trends. I'm afraid I don't know that they can recover the way it is right now. I mean, they will. I mean... It's just... Bud Light is the largest beer brand in the U.S., but the Mulvaney controversies downsized it. So I guess we'll wait and see what they come up with. I see Budweiser came up with a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Here's a Clydesdale running and let's raise the flag and, you know. <laughs> but that was Budweiser. Right. Okay. Right. So. <laughs> I guess they're trying to step away from Bud Light with that uh, commercial. Got a Clydesdale running. Oh, it's just lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Yankee Doodle. Look at us. Look how much we... Hmm. We've got uh, more unruly passengers. You know, you'll be flying in the not-too-distant future. This is true. An American Airlines passenger taken into custody after a flight from JFK to New Delhi, India. 
There was an argument on board between two passengers on American Airlines Flight 292. It ended with one passenger urinating on another. Oh, come on. (laughs) Come on. How's that happen? The flight was met by local law. I just have it ready. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just do that on command? Like... And how do you get into the position to be able to do that? But how do you, if you're if you're the other person, how do you let it happen? Because it takes a minute, right? Like, wait, what are you what are you doing? What do you got going on? What's what, what's happening? Oh, oh, wait, you're really oh, oh my gosh, no! Is that what's? I guess. Or right, you don't move. You stay right there. I'm going to. It was met by local law enforcement upon arrival in New Delhi. Due to the disruption on board, there was a separate case Sunday, a United Airlines flight from Newark to Tel Aviv turned around after three hours. Okay, so you're three hours into a 10-hour trip, and you turn back because of an unruly passenger. Passengers said the guy had an argument with the crew after he sat in the flight attendant's jump seat while waiting for the bathroom. They got into it. The flight attendant threatened him, saying, you know, we, we'll turn this plane around. <laughs> okay, it's just like your mom. <laughs> we'll turn right around. Uh, and they did. <clears throat> Can you imagine, you know, just thinking, you're, oh my gosh, because of one person. Yeah. And then you lose your flight. Yeah. Then, you know, if you're on a schedule, you know, it's really going to... Because then you got to probably mm-hmm. wait at least several hours to get another flight. Because if you're three hours into it and yeah. you turn around, that's three hours back. That's six hours yeah. gone. Of what would have been a 10-hour flight. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I can't understand what's going on with people. I don't know, man. If you're not packing a piece and, and waving it around and shooting at people, you're doing stuff like this. You're right. just... Very unruly. I'd like to know the age of these passengers. Hmm. I think it'd be interesting. But um, you know, I, I just can't believe that you've got a guy peeing on another guy over right? a dispute. I can't. I. <laughs> Maybe you'll get some. You know, you'll be able to report back to us as to <laughs> how your flight went. Hopefully it's very boring. Yeah. Hopefully it's very boring it's, and it's uneventful. Those are the <laughs> those are the ideal, you know, air airplane rides. Very boring. You go up, you fly, you land. That's it. And nothing in between. No. <laughs> and uh, we've just about news time, so I guess we'll uh, take a break for news. So here we go. We have we just got a text. All right. Was on a train from Denver to Chicago. <laughs> okay, that's quite the that's, that's quite the train ride. Train ride, right? When two guys became belligerent, <laughs> they stopped the train, evicted them in the middle of Nebraska. <laughs> See, you can do that on a train. On a train, you can stop and just kick them off, man. <laughs> Were they out in the middle of nowhere? Did they not let them off in any uh, any city? That's funny. <laughs> the middle of Nebraska. All right, get out. <laughs> that, 
I don't know. <laughs> so, and you know, I've the train ride I took to Chicago—a very short trip, of course, out of Lafayette. To just I, my amusement was a guy trying to eat some banana bread and kept falling asleep. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. You know, it was uneventful. Other than that, just seeing him try to stay awake long enough. I feel like when we took that trip, I feel like there was a lot of kids from Purdue that were going to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It like a lot of college kids. Yeah. But they were all super quiet and super, yeah. like... Uneventful. Yeah. I mean, they weren't yucking it up or being, you know, whatever. They were, yeah. they all just kind of sat there. And of course, it was early. It was. You know, but so many of them were probably up four or five hours before normal wake-up time. They true. Probably groggy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll uh, take a break. We'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. Well, I was just out. It's a very, very light rain. In fact, I had to do a windshield check oh. to uh, verify that there was some sure. bits of rain. There you go. Because I didn't know if I was imagining or if right. it was. So. Anyway, it's very light here in our location. Right. And uh, you've got information pertaining to some large cash, large cash, a big wad of cash. It's like, I do? Where? It could be. <laughs> what? Could, What's going on? That could be one. Today's the 25th, right? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the Hoosier Lotto jackpot is an estimated $15.6 million. Don't miss this giant jackpot. Ask for a quick pick before tomorrow night's drawing. Play responsibly. All right. Just so you know, because I, I know you'll be traveling in the not-too-distant future, less than half of American travelers found that their last vacation lived up to expectations. A survey of 2,000 who have traveled internationally in the past five years found only 45% of respondents' vacations lived up to or exceeded the perfect picture they'd painted. Wow. Social media is at least in part to blame. 72% believe that it contributed to unrealistic expectations for travel. But respondents also admit their own role in this. 67% said their own planning has led them to be disappointed while traveling for leisure. It looked at respondents' travel expectations and explored tips on how to make the most of every trip. Okay. So they did that for about a third, finding the destination didn't match expectations. And it's probably a brochure. Mm -hmm. Had a 35-year-old picture when it was up to snuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and you get there and everything's got you know, dirty, covered in graffiti. Yeah. 74% were confident they'd still be able to make the most of a trip that didn't go as planned. Most respondents chose to stay calm, making the most of their circumstance. Stay calm. While 49% stayed flexible. While 3% decided to pee on the guy next to him. <laughs> I'll get even. <laughs> I'll show you if we're ruined in my vacation. Many respondents are uh, doing what they wanted to. They're traveling to see and experience new things, create memories, and escape their routine. Respondents also think traveling with an itinerary planned by someone who's an expert in the area would help prevent disappointment. Isn't that what your travel agent used to do? Yeah. Isn't that what they like kind of did? That yeah. was their job. You go and you'd sit and say, hey, we want to yeah. go to Bora Bora. And they would say, oh, well. That's, that's right. I, I'm sure they're still out there, right? right? I mean, they're still available. 
But, you know, it's so easy to try to do it yourself now. You know, I have a dream of going on a cruise one day. Yeah. And if you look at every single cruise, like especially if it's from the cruise line, it's you and your partner enjoying this gourmet meal. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's you and your partner next to an empty pool. And, yeah. You know. Because there's nobody else on there. You're holding hands on a beach <laughs> at sunset. And it's like none of that's reality. You know, like absolutely none of it is reality. You know, it's like... <laughs> You know, you're eating dinner. There's screaming kids around you, and you're, you know, on a beach with a thousand other people. And <laughs> you can't go in there expecting, you know, exactly, exactly, because it's just not going to pan out that way. <laughs> Good luck getting to the pool. Right. They they show that uh, hot tub. Do you really want to be in there with Nearly. strangers? <laughs> it's, no. No, you See, don't. See, I, I don't care. I would. I would absolutely. So I would. you'd get in there. Oh, for sure, man. I'd. Hey, where are you from, man? Where, <laughs> what, what do you do for a living? I mean, that's me on vacation. It drives my family nuts. Okay. Because I make friends with everyone. I'm that guy. So I'm, you'd get in the hot Oh, I'm, I'm totally that guy. Okay. Drives them crazy. But I mean, I just, I just, I talk to people. I'm like, hey, where are you guys from? What are you doing? How do you like it? Have you been to blah, blah, blah? You know? Or if I over, I will, I have inserted myself in other conversations. Oh, if they're, <laughs> if they're talking about something, I'll be like, hey man, we did that. And here's, you know, I've done that before. So you're the guy everybody's going to avoid. on the Yes, cruise. that is me. Yes. Oh no, there he is. Oh my gosh. Just look the other way. Look the other way. <laughs> I had a partner. <laughs> Interrupted our romantic time in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> why is he always here now i fit into this next uh, story very well because this says there are eight spiritual reasons a straight cat may have become attached to you and i seem to have this deal with cats i do i don't know what it is but i do okay and it says see everything's good it's a sign of good luck it says so where's mine? <laughs> Despite the superstition about black cats bringing negative energy and bad luck, any cat that chooses you is actually there as a sign of good fortune. How about that? You may have divine protection. Ooh. The cat may be showing up to let you know that, in addition to the signs of good luck, it's delivering protection against anything that would seek to destroy you. As long as your furry friend is by your side, no weapons will be formed against you shall ever prosper. You'll overcome your obstacles. See, there's so much positive here that's never occurred to me, and I've been around stray cats forever. Cats always land on their feet no matter how far they fall. As your spirit animal, you have many of the same talents that they do and can rise to the occasion whenever you're presented with a challenge. Hmm. You'll catch more flies with honey than vinegar. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> the cat indicates that you need to soften your approach to a certain situation. There you go. Maybe you've been exhibiting tough love or felt the need to be aggressive with someone. It's time to take a more delicate approach when pringies around. You're a fierce warrior. <laughs> there are times when every person might doubt their talents and abilities. <sighs> A stray cat is your reminder that you're a warrior and there's no battle you can't win. You've been gifted 
with a spirit guide. Sometimes the universe sends someone or something to help you along the way, and the stray cat might be just that. The spiritual guidance it provides is access to a level of knowledge that transcends the physical realm. Boy, I'm feeling better all the time. You're truly, truly a good person. That needy creature that found you and knew that it could trust you is a sign that you are a good person. They always say if animals like you, you're good. And animals do. I know that most human beings don't. (laughs) But the animals, they are attracted to me. Right. Says you need to be cautious of your self-talk. A stray cat could remind you that you need to guard your inner monologue and shift it to a more positive place. Okay. <laughs> and finally, <clears throat> it says, um, what does it mean when a stray cat comes to your house? A stray cat showing up at your place is a testament to how lovable you are. Mm. How lovable. And if you feed that cat, the more cats you'll have that will just show you how lovable you truly they are. They truly will. And if they're black and bring a friend <laughs> with them, you have an inner light that shines brightly, drawing people to you. Every bit of that described me, Matt. Every bit of it. Okay? And my, okay. my deal with stray cats. Hmm. Do, you, do you attract a lot of stray cats? Well, you know, they're, they're around the neighborhood. Right. But, you know, I found, you know, many of them don't. It's like around here, we'll see some. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk to them, you know. <laughs> And they, you know, and these. What do you What do you talk to them about? Well, it's just you know, you know. Well, I, yeah, I call them puss puss. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's always you know here puss puss. You know. <laughs> yeah. And you know they they think about coming you know sure. but but again these are very wild sure you know around very feral around cats. here yeah. yeah. But I've come close. They live by the river, so yeah. they're very feral. But uh, you know. I, I seem to do quite well with... Do you ever do the... <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. When they look at me. Does that attract them? I don't know. <laughs> I just find that Puss Puss you know, seems to... <laughs> uh... Now, here's a guy from Arkansas that was arrested for piercing... Uh, hold on, hold on okay. here real quick. We have... Four laughing emojis that we just got. <laughs> My husband calls them puss puss too. <laughs> there you go. See, it's a common expression. And so okay, so this is okay. Someone had the same thought I did. All right, so okay. so um, go back to the number two. Number two. Yeah. Spot. You have divine protection. Yes. Right. Yes, that's the right. The cat may be showing you. To let you know that in addition to signs of good luck, it's delivering protection against anything that yeah. would seek to destroy you. As long as your furry friend is by your side, no weapons formed against you shall prosper. Yeah. Isaiah 54, 17 says this, and it is I who have created the destroyer to wreak havoc. No weapon forged against you will prevail. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. So apparently, yes. Apparently, um, God is using cats to oh. fulfill His prophecy. Is that what's going well, on? Well, it could be. You have divine protection. It says. <sighs> now that's to say, you're out there talking to a stray cat, and someone comes to your door with a 22 pistol. 
I don't know. You know, I sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, Matt. I don't know either. But I just know I'm good with stray cats. That's uh, all I'm saying. <laughs> I hold my own with stray cats. You know our numbers uh, here on the on the podcast. I don't know if they're they're holding steady, but if there were stray cats out there, a part of the audience, <laughs> I think we'd be doing pretty well. Our numbers in Australia are growing. I mean, I'm serious. How is they, that? they are growing in Australia. I just don't I don't understand. I'm telling you, but I, I guess it's not for me to question. Right. I don't know why we're so big on, but wait, we're more than than happy to have you guys along. Yeah. <clears throat> so, thank you, Australia. You may be the the push we need to get nationally, internationally syndicated. That's right. Maybe. So, um, yeah, here we go. All right. Our our main audience is the United States. Okay. At 66%. All right. So we've got... Australia is 32% wow. of our listening audience. Australia. Love you guys. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I don't know what the, you know, but they, I'm, I'm glad. We also have <laughs> Germany, Singapore, Belgium, Canada, Russia, and the UK showing up. All right. International listenership. What do you, and then someone just texts, what are your numbers for Burnettsville? <laughs> Burnettsville. <laughs> we'll break it down. <laughs> Burnettsville, Wapi Kong. <laughs> we came number, we came at number three in the Burnettsville market. <laughs> Finally, here's a guy from Arkansas arrested for piercing his teenage son's ear. Now, you see babies getting ears pierced. Yeah. Okay. Jeremy Sherlin was arrested for various charges, including performing body art on a person under 18, third degree endangering the welfare of a minor and resisting arrest. There's a video of him being arrested that's gone viral. It shows four police officers arresting the father at his home and was reportedly recorded by his teenage son, the minor, alleged to be the victim. The video features Sherlin pressed up against the wall, laughing wildly when told by police the reason for his arrest. It's unclear if the teenage boy gave his consent to get piercing, but again, I see babies with ears pierced. There's got to be more to this than what we're hearing. There has right, to be, For four police to come and arrest this guy at home over a piercing... There's more going on here. It's the thing, you know, you're not supposed to get a tattoo unless you're 18, right? But you I, you, you see it. That or the whole thing is staged, one of the two. Yeah. But I, I just can't see them arresting him for that. Someone would have had to have reported it, right? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. Like you said, there seems to be something missing. Yeah. In this, so. But I've never heard of that. And again, you know, I... The baby's ear pierced thing. I mean, that I see a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. And is it? Yeah, I don't know. Is that right? I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're an adult, but even you know, little girls age eight, seven, eight, nine years old, you know, getting their ears pierced, it's kind of a ritual with some families. So, all right, here we go. According to the police report, <clears throat> this guy's son who's a minor under 18, arrived at school with his left ear pierced. Okay. The Town police reported that the teen was hurt in class, saying his father was intoxicated, no. put him in a chokehold, and shoved the piercing in his ear. Okay. So, there is more to that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
So I guess that would be an assault. So they did a uh, welfare check, and when the police officers arrived, the father reportedly admitted to piercing his son's ear, but refused to answer questions or allow officers to speak to his son. <sighs> yeah, yeah, so there you go. Okay. So he's in trouble. Then Okay, so they then went talked to the prosecuting attorney, mm-hmm. and then they came back and arrested him for what they stated were violations of um, body piercing, branding, and tattooing laws. Okay. Thank you, Matt. There you go. Appreciate it. It's 6.52. That's going to wrap up Tidbits for today. Okay. See you tomorrow. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.